0: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM XM Fight Nation, Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreta. On today's episode, myself, Thunder Rosa, and Justin LaBar break down Elimination Chamber. That's right. We give our preview and some surprises that may happen In Australia, right now, on the Busted Open podcast. So, Justin and Thunder, what do you say we start breaking down what we're going to see tomorrow morning at Elimination Chamber? Let's do that. All right. So, Justin, I'm interested going into Elimination Chamber because let's start with the men's uh, Elimination Chamber match. What do you think about it in the fact that all the talk with Seth Rollins is how is he going to be involved in this whole thing with Cody and with Roman and the rock? Do you think that's overshadowed in a lot of ways, the men's elimination chamber match?
1: I do. I I do to the point of, you know, when we, when we left that kickoff show in Vegas, I was like, all right, well, this definitely feels like, you know, Seth's going to be involved. I mean, he just, he sat there and, didn't sit there you know he was standing right there side by side with cody and then but then they turn around and i think it was the next night on smackdown they tell us that we're going to have qualifying matches for it a men's chamber match for the winner to, to fight seth rollins and that seemed weird to me i was like okay well if that's the case then seth needs to focus on the worthy challenger he's got coming and you know give his vocal support to Cody, but Cody, you got to handle your business. You, you got to handle your bloodline business on your own, but that's not really, you know, Seth's still looming around there offering to be Cody shield. And, and so, yeah, I, I think that this, you know, I, I was all for, and I told, and I've said this on busted open, I was all for seeing Cody work double duty at mania. I thought that would have been, I I still think very appropriate. If he's the first guy ever to main event, both nights of a mania, if one night was against a rock and one night was against a Roman, That makes sense to me. This whole having Seth do double duty. Potentially. um, It it has, it has overshadowed the title, which already gets overshadowed anyways, out of the two world titles. And, you know, this match, this men's chambers match, much like a lot of the matches that are advertised for the show. In my mind, David Thunder, I think are pretty predictable of the outcomes. That's not bad. Predictable is not always bad. Predictable is fine. As long as it's logical. Mm -hmm. and, the way I see it, most of the outcomes seem kind of predictable, but they're the logical outcomes that it should be. So I'm more going to the chamber excited for the spectacle, for how it gets done. Like I think Drew McIntyre is winning this. I think he's the odds-on favorite when for a lot of reasons. I'm looking forward to seeing how he conquers and overcomes Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. I'm looking forward to the spots. I'm looking forward to the you know just the entire thing. But I don't. I I have a hard time making a case for anybody else walking out and going up against Seth Rollins, given what we've been seeing on TV.
0: I agree with you, Justin. And when you look at this matchup, and yeah, you know, maybe it is predictable that Drew McIntyre is going to win. And I think we're all upset when CM Punk went down. But the one good thing to come out of the CM Punk injury has been Drew McIntyre. Like, Drew McIntyre by far has done his best on-the-mic on work in the WWE over the course of these of this last month or two, you know, leading up to elimination chamber tomorrow. So, nobody wanted to see Punk go down at the Royal Rumble, but the one caveat is we have been able to see this other side of Drew McIntyre which I think has done wonders for him and what we're going to see moving forward from Drew.
2: I think so too. And uh just like you guys, uh, the internet is pre- pre- predominantly Voting for Drew McIntyre to be the winner, mm-hmm. and like we were talking, we we're discussing a couple of weeks ago. We didn't know what was really going to happen because of all the injuries and everything that happened. But now they were able to like put some legitimate, you know, contenders here. And although we kind of know who's going to win, um, it still makes it interesting because it follows it follows the storyline, like you were saying, Justin. And I think for for a lot of the fans right now. Things that are making sense and are, um, li- not, not let's not say linear, but it has some sort of consistency, it's better because otherwise, like we saw a couple weeks ago with the Cody Rock situation, people will freaking win wild and we're not happy about it.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this will be that situation where whoever wins, there's going to be like an uproar about it, but. But let me ask you both this question. If not Drew, who else? Like like Justin, I'll start with you. If it if it's not gonna be Drew, who else in that match intrigues you about going up against Seth Rollins for that championship?
1: I mean, I'm intrigued by several, but I I mean I guess Randy Orton would be the one, if not Drew. Now mm-hmm. uh, and that's and that's a bit of a pick because if if it's Randy, I also think that there's a lot of history there with Randy and with Seth. Um, but I think if Randy was to win the chamber, if that somehow did happen, Randy needs to then quickly turn heel. I don't think a face Randy and this face Seth is the best deal. You know, face first faces always presents some challenges because of what you're asking the audience to do. I, well, you know how good of a damn heel Randy Orton could be and he can turn it on and make you believe it like that. So, uh, if for whatever reason, Randy was who they decided to go with and that's not, I mean, look, and I love Randy Orton. He's a, He's a Hall of Famer. So I mean, I, I if they say, hey, we want Randy Orton to be in one of our main event matches for Mania, I'm not gonna argue it, but I I would just say give me a heel, Randy Orton. You know, lastly, I I don't see it. LA Knight again, huge over babyface. So what do mm-hmm. you know, do you want to run that right now? I think that's one that you you really build to and, and really, really, you know, get get to get to get some true investment in. And then Owens and, and Paul seem like they're still they're still too linked, and especially with Logan Paul with his title. So if not Drew, I would say Randy.
2: Yeah.
0: What about you, Thunder?
2: Uh, I was thinking about Logan Paul, but yeah, you're right on that, Justin. Um, yeah, from everybody else, it seems to be like baby faces, and I don't. La Nitus, I don't feel like it's. I mean, he's hot, but he's not as hot as he used to be a couple months ago. So probably Randy Orton too.
0: Yeah, and I think I would be intrigued by Randy Orton. And so, I mean, one thing you will say if if Seth is you know, close to 100%. And that's one thing that we haven't talked about either is is Seth's health. Like, it was just a couple of weeks ago, we didn't think Seth was going to be able to compete at WrestleMania or the possibility of that. But if you get a, a Randy Orton and a Seth Rollins who's close to 100%, you could be talking about a match-of-the-year candidate coming out of those two facing at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the only other wildcard factor to this is you still have señor money in the bank. Walking yes. around, Damian Dang Priest, <laughs> he's still walking around that briefcase. So that's where that's where Seth's health becomes to me the big question. Uh, not trying to not obviously denying the guy a Mania match and a Mania Payday, but that's what I wondered when when we found out that he you know he wasn't 100 with his with his with his knee was you know can can he get it to Mania? Can he get and and put over whoever drop the title or you know you do have the the creative luxury of that money in the bank where you could you know Rollins doesn't have to do hardly anything and they can get the title off of him and it completely makes sense in storyline. There's heat on Priest and now you can pick again a new a new challenger for him. Uh, I don't think they're gonna do that because I think that you know the way they're t- look, we're talking about Seth Rollins still being involved with bloodline story is still this. So it sounds is like Rollins crazy is though, Justin?
0: I mean it we're is. having it's a set- conversation a couple of weeks ago where is Seth Rollins even going to be able to compete at WrestleMania now people are talking about him competing both nights of Wrestlemania
1: yeah and, I, and I'm not again I'm not I'm not denying anybody I'm not trying to deny anybody a main match I'm still a little surprised we'll see how it all shakes out I think we'll have better clarity probably this time next week when I talk to you guys but uh yeah it's a it's a it's an interesting the, the top of the card there especially with Monday Night Raw right now very interesting situation going on
0: How can you heat up this World Heavyweight Championship again? I thought that Seth did a good job of it. It was the working man's championship. He defended it a lot when Roman wasn't defending the Universal Championship. And he seemed to heat that championship up. The Rock and Roman did a great job of just like destroying the perception of that championship. Justin, how can you get that championship back on that platform where it was just a couple of months ago?
1: I don't know if you can in time for mania and that's and, I, and and I only say that because you're right on that stage in Vegas when they start referring to okay you the number twos you guys sit over there you're losers bracket these are all things I'm you know these are all statements that were said phrases that were said that's hard that's hard to come back from between now And, and, or, and, and Mania. Um, I think the best case scenario is whoever's going to win, Drew, Orton, whomever, whoever wins, and that's the match, them challenging Seth for that title. The best thing could be everybody's kind of sleeping on that match. You know, maybe it's the, you know, we've seen them kick off Mania's with one of the world title matches. You know, maybe it's the one that kicks off a Mania. People are kind of sleeping on it. It's not the, not the focal point, and, and and they tear the house down. And, And, you know, that's, that could be that's, that's when that that's when that title, that's when that particular strap can get built back up. Is it's going in under the radar, second, third, most important match in a power ranking on the show, and it just tears the roof down. And they say, go ahead and follow that. You know that. Okay. I guess there's no roof in the link. Tears tears the house down, nonetheless. Uh, that's that's and then and now that title is back to okay and, and reminds people you know, you know on the biggest show that there is. But I think leading up to media, it's hard to do. I don't know how they could do it.
2: Yeah, but- I mean. That's, that was that was one of my major issues when uh, this storyline started to develop and, like, how they were talking about the champion um, because it really did, did legitimize, like, the work that they did for so long, right? And now that they're going into the big, big league show, he's just kind of like, whatever. But even then, Justin, I will have to disagree with you. Like, yeah, they can burn the house down, but still they're going to be called, the, you know, the number two championship. Like, what are you? What are you gonna do to like make that championship just as equal, or just or, and just as good? It's gonna be very difficult. You will have to get somebody bigger than Seth Rollins to become the champion to kind of like re-legitimize this championship. In my opinion,
1: well, I, I think I don't. You know, I think having a big show in at Mania that's a big step. You're right; it's not gonna change it overnight. But I think you know, if that have a big show in at Mania, and then again. A good following as we go through the spring and the summer, and then look—that's that's the that's title that we presume. Whenever CM Punk's healthy again, that's the yeah. title he's coming back and chasing down for. So that'll help. So and, and look—I don't know. What, I know there's been a lot of speculation of what's Drew's contract situation. You know, when is it up? Is he resigned? I don't know. But damn, if it is still out there, or something that needs to be handled. What a great piece of leverage he has. And now when CM Punk comes back, not only does the crowd I feel like want to see CM Punk and Seth Rollins because that's what the match that we thought we were going to get, and we did we did not because of injury. I think the crowd wants to see CM Punk get his hands on Drew McIntyre. So if I'm Drew, you got a little bit of leverage of like, hey, you will be around so we can have this payoff later this year. Yeah, you know. And, and again, that that those are all situations, the stories that'll that'll heat that title up.
0: Dean Thomas on MMA Today. I gotta apologize to Paulo Costa since his Luke Rockhold fight. I said, man, this guy sucks. He's overrated. I don't see nothing there. He looked fantastic. He was tough as nails. But this is what I knew he was on when he started whipping up kicks. I mean, he was zipping these kicks up so fast without no indication. That was a fight that he actually could have won despite me saying this guy sucks. So I wanted to apologize to Paulo Costa. Paulo, I'm sorry. Tuesday through Thursday from 12 to 3 Eastern. I want to get into the women's elimination chamber match coming up. Tomorrow morning, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this matchup coming up tomorrow morning at Elimination Chamber?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel, you know, again, similar to how I felt with the men's, it's kind of like, you know, there's one answer that's jumping out of me, but I'm still excited to see it. I, you know, I, I love seeing, you know, that they had that segment. Of all the women coming out on Raw, and you know, I'm I'm love to see Raquel back, and you know, all 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 the women in this match, they look like stars. They mm-hmm. all this this does not look like oh, we had to like scrape together female talent to fill out a match. No, this looks like these women made the cut, and there's a lot of other women who wish they were in this. So I, I'm I'm loving that situation. Uh, but you know, much how I think Drew is just kind of the logical, you know, predictable but logical answer. With the man, I, I think Becky here. You know, I think they've been telling us that it's it's Becky, and we're gonna see Becky go to media. And challenge Rhea. However, and and saying all that, somehow I think this is the this is the somehow even in them telling us it's Becky, it's probably going to be Becky and Rhea at Mania. It has not overshadowed to me or diminished the Rhea versus Nia Jax feud and match that we're going to get, and that's a credit to Rhea and Nia. I'm still really psyched to see that match. Yeah, and, and I love the build. I love the way Nia looked this past Monday. So. Credit to Rhea, credit to Naya, and I guess credit to the uh, to the booking team that that match still is is a big deal to me, despite me being pretty sure that I bet money that Rhea's going to retain. I still just want to see it.
2: Justin White, what made it? What made you so like into watching this this his championship match?
1: Well, I'm a huge Rhea fan, and I've been saying for months and months and months that Rhea gotten into a level. She's really gotten into a level of her own to where. There's just, there's just was really no other women on the roster at the time. I, I'm like, I can even just believe to dethrone Rhea. Rhea has, Rhea has ascended into a level that I'd imagine. It, I, I the closest thing I compare her to is kind of what China did in the early 2000s. She is just at that level. To I'd, I'd even believe Rhea and 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 Ring with some of the men, and probably because she's been the leader, the unspoken leader of Judgment Day. Of, of you know that that probably helps that. That helps that perception. And now she's going through this phase to where she's not really changing her character. She's still being the same badass mommy, but we're not seeing her filmed with Judgment Day anymore. And she's being positioned to go up against the best heel they have in the female roster and Nia Jax, who gets heat like no other woman there. And so I'm intrigued because Nia is probably the most, both from a physical presence and just from the heat that she gets from the audience, the most worthy Obstacle that I that I could I have seen Rhea have to go up against. I think Rhea, like I, said, I think Rhea is going to retain, but that's what makes it interesting. Is I'm finally getting a match where I'm like, all right, this seems like this is this is Rhea's weight class, and I don't mean that literally. I mean that from a a status standpoint. This is this is that, and I think Rhea is going through this natural change, which it, it, it's always magical when you see a heel long term organically become the good guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of similar Thunder to what we're seeing with Swerve Strickland in AEW where he's not really changing, but the audience is changing the perception of that wrestler. And then organically, we see that change from a heel wrestler to a babyface wrestler. That's why, guys, it sounds crazy. And I can't believe I'm actually going to say this because of all the circumstances that are going on right now. Rio Ripley returning Uh, to Australia. This is going to be a big match for her, and I'm sure it's going to be an emotional match for her. Those fans are going to be behind her 100%. But the fans aren't just behind her in Australia. Like you said, Justin, the fans are behind her everywhere now. So if you put Rhea Ripley in the ring at WrestleMania with Becky Lynch, I don't know what that does. Because the fans love Becky and the fans love Rhea. But imagine if Nia Jax beats Rhea Ripley tomorrow at Elimination Chamber in Australia. Imagine how much hate there would be for Nia Jax. Nia Jax, in that moment and moving forward, would be the most hated wrestler in pro wrestling. She would make Christian Cage look like a pretty nice fella. (laughs) So, <laughs> then, uh, so then, so then going... you, be-
1: you better, <laughs> you better get her out of Australia quickly. If
0: that <laughs> but imagine Becky Lynch facing Nia Jax at WrestleMania 40, how much love there would be for Becky, but how much hate there would be for Nia Jax. It, it would really bring the story full circle. Right, because it was Nia Jax who punched Becky in the face broke her nose and started Becky Lynch's run towards becoming a main eventer at Wrestlemania it's almost going full circle so for me it seems obvious that Rhea would win but I don't know business wise I really think Nia Jax should go over Rhea Ripley at Elimination Chamber tomorrow
1: You make a hell of an argument, Dave. You're right. It does bring things full circle with Nia and Becky. You make a hell of an argument. I'd say this. If they were going to be ballsy and do something like that, because I think this has to happen with Rhea anyways, at some point it's going to kind of cement the babyface turn for her. If that was going to happen, I think a way to, one, protect Rhea, but, two, get even more heat on Nia and get more heat on what would move forward for Rhea's story, have Rhea get screwed. By one of her judgments they have, have 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 old Dom Dom. Maybe Dom Dom's two time and mommy. Ha, it, 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 like so, if she got screwed by some outside occurrence, and especially if she was betrayed by, then now you know again it protects Rhea, and, and, and in terms of the loss, tons of the heat. Naya goes on, does what you just said, but now Rhea, now she has a mania match. She has a mania path. If she doesn't have the title, she still needs to be involved in mania. But her yeah. problem now is with her ex. Judgment Day of mm-hmm. Padres.
0: Yeah. And, and and Thunder, like, if you have which most people would think is the obvious, Rhea and mm-hmm. Becky, and Becky going after that championship held by Rhea, do you think 75,000 fans in Philadelphia are going to want to see Becky Lynch beat Rhea Ripley? I, I actually think that Becky would get booed and that they're going to want to see Rhea retain. What are your thoughts?
2: I agree with you 100. Why? Because of what Justin argument was saying is the way that Rhea Ripley has been built for the last year and a half. It's wrestling at smaller women make it makes it so unbelievable, right? And it's been a walk walk in the park for her. I I feel in many instances with a, a lot of her opponents because you know like. It will be a miracle if they win, and if they go over, and uh, with Naya yeah, Jax, like definitely, it's someone that she can uh, have a a lot. I don't know. A, 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 I guess struggle. Let's let's put it that way because of the size and also how vicious she is, and how let's let's say like how she's like careless. She doesn't mind inflicting pain in her opponents the way that she needs to. And um, yeah, I mean, if she was to win, if N- Nia Jax was to win, definitely will be- make it a lot more interesting for WrestleMania with her and Becky Lynch. If Becky Lynch wins uh, this match, and and yeah, people, I think people will be very excited to see Becky win this match because finally, you know, she can say that it was because of her that she became a main eventer, a WrestleMania. Tender and not and Nia Jax, but again, I don't know if they're ready to do something insanely crazy like that in Australia. I think it will be the best for business, but I don't know if
0: it would definitely yeah, piss it. off the fans. I mean, they would, yeah. they would be very, very angry, but then look what you look what that would do for Nia. Like, I because if Nia loses tomorrow, which Again, probably if I was a betting man, I would still bet that Rhea is going to retain. But if Nia was to win, man, that's crazy. But if she loses tomorrow, where what do you do with Nia
1: after if, that? If, if Nia if loses, Nia loses team, if Nia yeah. Jax loses, you know, nobody's going to think, let me, you know, she's going to, it'll be a competitive match. It's not going to be a squash. It's going to be a competitive match. She loses to Rhea. Okay, everybody else has been losing to Rhea. I still think you can have Nia, you know, pissed off, stomping like she's going to be Do She could spend the next few weeks just attacking women, just causing chaos because she's just pissed off. And I think Nia Jax should have a Mania match. You got two nights of Mania. You should have a Mania match. She's back. And again, she gets so much heat. She's, she's put her out there. But I think if she's going to have a Mania match, she's what the if first.
2: They do a... no, I mean, she's I don't a... think they don't do three ways in Mania, but what if it's like Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, and Rhea? Well, they, I mean, way, they, I mean, championship.
1: I mean Thunder, they have done the three ways. You remember, it was Rhonda, Becky, and um, was it Charlotte? Yeah,
2: That
1: was
0: the main event for WrestleMania thirty-five.
1: So they do, I mean, you know, triple threat's not out of the question, obviously, with with the women. Um, but I think if 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 Naya loses to Rhea, you have her pissed off, you have her try to cause havoc and, and attack and everybody and just being, you know, Adam Pierce, nobody can control her. And you have her match at WrestleMania be a woman who's gonna come in and say, Oh, I'll I'll try to control you and it'd be Jade Cardio. We saw we saw Jade and Nia have an interaction in the Rumble. I, I, that would be that would be my vote for Jade's first singles match. All
0: right, so I'm so, gonna. So go ahead. Wait, go wait, ahead, wait, 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 yeah, wait.
2: So ahead. you're telling Nia uh, Nia Jax is gonna beat Jay Cargo?
1: No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying that would be that would be her mania match because Jay Cargo. I'm not saying she beat Jade.
2: Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm not saying
1: sure. I'm saying Nia's pissed That's off. Good. She loses to Rhea. She's pissed off. She's uncontrollable. Nobody can control her and she's just dominating, you know, she's just pushing every woman around backstage, parking lot, ring, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden here comes Jay Cargo and she's like, "Well, there's somebody yeah. new in town. You want you want to try to push me around? I'll see you at mania." All
0: right. Now, wow. I'm I so if it goes that way, so I'm going to I'm going to say something else that people might think is crazy. I think if Rhea retains tomorrow, I don't think Becky Lynch is winning in the elimination chamber. I feel like if you're going to put Rhea in that position at WrestleMania, it can't be Becky Lynch. So that's where maybe it is. I, I I can't believe I'm saying this. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but Bianca Belair, Tiffany Stratton, Rhea Ripley, and Tiffany Stratton at WrestleMania.
2: Because
1: you're because you're saying you need to have a, a solid heel against Rhea. You can't have a you can't have a Becky who you're going to make the crowd turn on. So you're saying take the natural heel and tiffany out as a i mean here.
0: can you put tiffany stratton in a championship? i mean look at i mean she's only had a cup of coffee on the main roster but already she's been a part of the biggest events leading up to wrestlemania 40 she's part of the elimination chamber indeed is it out of the realm of possibility that they could have Tiffany Stratton win Elimination Chamber tomorrow?
2: No, and not really because again, she's hot. She is coachable. She has been showing a lot of improvement in the her last four six months. And I feel like I told you, and I've said this before. Ever since she lost the NXT title, I think she even exploded even more in, in terms of like how uh, wrestling why she can she can do and what in 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 in, in what she can perform. So. I mean, she's a, She's tall. She's strong. She's young, and the one thing important thing is she's super hungry, super super hungry. And if you're putting her in uh, in an event such as WrestleMania, she's gonna bring probably the best stuff that she's ever done because we know she can do it.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, she's at, she's in the chamber match, so of course there's she, she's worth a consideration. You're not in the match, I'm not worth consideration. I mean, so. Oof. Yeah, but I agree, I, Dave. I agree. If if you don't want if 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 you don't want to do that to Becky, and this is all on the basis of Rhea retaining, if you don't want to do that to Becky, then yeah, you take the one full fledged heel that's in this chamber match, and you have her win, and that's Tiffy. So
0: I I just I just feel like if they're putting Becky in a situation where she's facing Rhea in Philadelphia, you are gonna have the chance that she's gonna get booed, which sounds crazy because Becky's so popular. But she yeah. could get
1: booed. But maybe, but maybe that's not. The, again, she's popular. But maybe he. But quite frankly, I think heel Becky is the better and more entertaining Becky, or at least very aggressive heel, the man character. If you have Rhea who's coming over from the heel locker room to the to the face locker room, and Naomi's back, and Raquel's back, both really good faces, and Bianca, a great face, and she's got the reality show, so you're not turning her anytime soon. And lives back. You have a very face heavy women's locker room. You can yes. afford to have Becky. And quite right, it might be good to have Becky go back over to the heel side and work with that for a little bit. So, you know. Yeah, Bailey, who's now a face. And like, I mean, they are actually yeah, really right. face heavy.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they do. Jade's, Jade's going to
1: come in. Jade, Jade's probably going to be a face. I
0: agree. Uh, so, I don't know. The fans are going to love her, though, Thunder. Initially, yeah. they are going to cheer. For Jade, I mean, I understand Jade is is a heel. I mean, that's where she, that's what she was in AEW. So that's what we're accustomed to seeing from Jade. But man, when when we see Jade, just like we did at the, you know, before, the fans are going to pop for Jade Cargill. I I, 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 even when you look at Elimination Chamber tomorrow, nothing is a foregone conclusion. Every, everything mm-hmm. that you look at and you say, you know what. This is predictable. Guys, I don't think it's predictable. I really don't. I am so intrigued. I'll be up 445 tomorrow morning. I'll be up 445 making my coffee get my breakfast ready to watch Elimination Chamber.
1: Yo, what's going on everybody? It's Bully Ray. Do you know who I am? I talk pro wrestling and I play rock and roll. Yeah! Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. It's Wednesday
0: the only place to party is busted open after dark
1: with me, Uncle Bully, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation
2: 156
1: and on the Sirius XM app.
2: Things are heating up, too, for Revolution. A lot of things are happening this this Wednesday. There are some, like, little threads that needed to be, you know, all put together for for this next Sunday, which is a stained glass match. Yeah, and it's a sold out arena in Greensboro, North Carolina. A lot of history um, in
0: Greensboro, North Carolina. Absolutely, Thunder. a lot of history. There. Absolutely,
2: and it's gonna be very exciting. Uh, it's the it's a new pa- it's a pay per view. One of my favorite pay per views, and um, man, there's a lot of stuff happening. And I know Swerve and Samoa Joe are gonna be. Supposedly, I don't know if Hangman Adam Page is healthy enough to wrestle this next week. And so I don't know. I'm I was reading everything, and I saw the video, and I was like, "Is is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Is he gonna make it? Is storyline? What's going on?" Yeah, um, I mean, I I don't I don't want to know. I want to find out.
0: I, I I I'm one of those few wrestling fans that still like to be surprised. Though I don't need to know everything beforehand. All right. Okay. I'll I'll wait and see.
2: And then one another super good segment on AW Dynamite was Christian Cage and Danny Garcia. Wow. Yeah. Christian Cage, I love Christian Cage. I'm sorry. He's such a jerk. I know he was gonna say I'm your father and some stuff like that. And like Danny was so fire up and like I was just like, Yes, Christian, keep telling them. Keep keep. Teaching the kids, keep teaching the kids the way, the right way to go. You know, it's just, it's just, it's cool when a heel is like that. I like, I, this is one of my coolest things about a heel when they can be like that, when they can like really dig into your personal like feelings, especially when he's talking about all these guys that don't even have a father, right? And how he, like, there's a lot of people that grew up with an absent father or somebody, their father passed away, and then they dig like that, it just gets so personal. And it makes it even better when you're watching the reaction of the other younger talent. And it's, I, I enjoy well, that segment. Well,
0: right. you're bringing that up, Thunder. I'm curious. Like, if it, if it came up for a storyline in wrestling, how would you feel if your opponent got personal like that. I mean, here is Edge talking about the loss of his mom, and his mom meant so much to him. You know, Daniel Garcia on Wednesday talking about his father. You know, Sting talking about his father who just passed away seven days before that promo. Like, Thunder, how would you feel if your personal experiences were brought up in a wrestling storyline?
2: I think with some of the personal experiences I brought up to a storyline, and it was done well and in a way in where it's kind of like borderline too personal, but not too personal. I think it's, it just brings a lot more reality to things because the reactions are not going to be like a super act, active reaction. It's going to be something that if where you can relate and you can express in a way where people will understand what you're feeling. That's one of the most important parts in acting classes. when they give you like certain characters and the characters go through certain things, right? They always tell you to dig deep from the experiences that you had in the past, uh, your personal experiences. Uh, for example, uh, when the last acting class that I was, it, there was a uh, the scene where the girl was not really connecting what she was saying to what she mm-hmm. was acting. And it was she was deceived by her partner, right? And I, I remember I raised my hand. I was like, have you ever been deceived by a partner or by a friend? Or somebody has backstabbed you? And she's like, no, not really. And I was just like, you want to react the way that you're reacting that way. So when you're talking about, and that's why I said the fatherless, non-present fathers. When you react like that, when someone is acting like a father figure, but not in a positive way, it's more in a manipulative way, like Christian Cage is doing. And you're saying this kind of stuff to people that have gone through very traumatic experiences. Of course, it's going to make it more like, he's out of line, he's out of pocket. But it's so good because yeah. you know people will manipulate you and will use you if you let them because of the experiences that you you went through because of not having a father because of not having that and if you are vulnerable you will join in and that's what happened to Nick Cage
0: yeah and 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 but like but for you what do you think like would would you be okay with that would you I mean because I don't know if I would be like there's certain triggers. Thunder that like if you bring up my mom or if you bring up my dad, like those are triggers. Now, that's good. I mean, Bully always says here on the show that, you know, realism is what sells, right? Realism is what like is going to grab people, get them emotionally invested. What got me emotionally invested with the Sting promo on Wednesday? It was the fact that he was bringing up the death of his dad. Like he just went through the death of his father. It doesn't get more real than that. Thunder so I can under that's how you get emotionally invested but it's one thing bringing up hey my dad just passed that's what makes what's going to happen next week even more emotional for me but it's another thing when the person across from you is poking fun at those real life traumas and experiences it's I'm not saying it's wrong because it works I just don't know how I would feel if I was on the other side. And and that's why I'm asking you that question.
2: Well, this is the thing. If you want me to fuck you up for real, then, yeah, talk about my mom. I talk about my daddy. Yeah, okay. Let's be straight up honest. You want to bring the best out of me? Get personal with my family. I don't let anybody talk about my family because, you know, family, for some of us, family is sacred. But you want to talk about my family? You can talk about me. You can say whatever about me. I don't care. But there are certain people you don't talk about. And that's my dad and my mom. You don't talk about them. You just don't. And if you are, get ready to get fucking punched in the face. Period. Yeah.
0: And and you know what, though? But I think that works, though. Right? What better way to sell people on what you're doing than it being as real as real can be? Like... It's more than just, oh, you know, when you first hear it coming out of Christian Cage's mouth, you're like, oh, like, I can't believe he went there. But then when you look at the person he's talking to and their facial expression, that's real. And again, it's the realism, Thunder, that made me fall in love with pro wrestling to begin with. When I first started watching wrestling, I really felt Tommy Rich hated mad dog buzz sawyer and vice versa that's what sergeant slaughter and iron sheik they really hated each other like that hatred and that animosity and you know it sometimes it does get personal that's what made me fall in love and i feel like that's working and it's clicking even now in 2024
2: yes and you have to do it in a way and where again People can relate to those things. That's what I was saying with Christian Cage is the way that he's manipulating the information and using it to uh, have power over his opponents because they are vulnerable. That's what it makes it so much better Mm -hmm. because that's a real life situation. That's what all the abusers do to victims because they know they can. They know that they can push their buttons, right? And if the, uh, if if your trauma is, has to do with death, has to do with alcoholism, has to do with some of those kind of stuff, when you bring it up, of course, it's going to bother you because it takes a long, long time to go and process all these feelings and not allow them to, like, really drive you to a, a, to a moment and where or to a place and where, you know, you're you can't come back. You see red and that's it. And that's how it is for like for some of us when that's what it used to drive us. It was that anger. It was that that. Uh, sense of like selflessness and you have to fight all the time and I think that's one of the reasons why Daniel Garcia is so good is when they get personal with him he bring the best he brings the best out of him in the ring so I'm I'm curious to see how bad is he gonna beat Christian Cage yeah and if we'll he's gonna see. be able to take the championship from him
0: busted open as part of the serious XM Sports. Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Open Trial to start your free trial today.